In case you missed the big announcement on last week's episode, Themis Bar Review is now the official season sponsor for Legally NYC. You may be thinking, why is a bar review company sponsoring a podcast that is focused on law school life? Well, the easy answer is that Themis is so much more than just bar prep. Their resources for law school are second to none, not to mention they are free. They have law school essentials courses for 1Ls and for those in their 2L or 3L years. Each course features online videos, comprehensive outlines, and even practice questions so you can test your knowledge before it's tested on your final exams and eventually on the bar exam. If you haven't seen a Themis attorney rep on your campus and are looking for free law school essentials materials, sign up for it at themisbarsocial.com slash legally NYC. Besties and bitches, welcome to another episode of Legally NYC. As always, I am your host, Erin, coming at you live from Rome, Italy, since I am still here because the semester is still going on. So I've now been in Rome for a bit over a month. I think I arrived on the 11th. Let me just take a piece peek at my calendar quite honestly because I'm curious okay my flight in October got me here on the 10th so I've been here for a month and seven days so a month and a week I love it obviously because it is Rome Italy um but yeah it's been it's over a month and now it's just about that same amount of time until I leave because I'm leaving on the 23rd so Today, I surpassed the halfway mark, like, by a day. Yesterday would have been, like, right... So, like, midnight was, like, my halfway. This is crazy. Okay, this is insane. Maybe this is the halfway, because it depends how many days are in every month, and October is 31, and November is 30. Yes, so today... Today is officially the halfway mark of my time in Rome, Italy. That's insane. I can't believe it's already halfway. But also, I can't believe I still get to be here. For like another half of the time, um, another month and a week. I have a lot of fun things planned for the rest of my time here. I'm very excited. Um, today, though, we're going to talk a bit about what I've done. By what I've done, I mean the places I visited. I mentioned last week, this week, I was going to talk about my trips to Naples, to Verona and Venice, because Verona and Venice were like together. So that's what today's episode is going to be about mainly, but I think first we'll do like some little updates just about like how classes are going, what's going on, all that jazz. I did get my schedule for next semester confirmed, so I'm very excited about that. Um, So yeah, let's let's dive on into the episode and let's talk about all of it. Okay, so updates. In terms of Rome overall, it's finally getting a little chilly here. And I say that lightly as someone that is from New Hampshire, like that's where I grew up, that's where I was until I was 19 years old. I did not live anywhere else than I lived in San Diego for a bit. And as someone who has lived in New York for the past two years. um, So I say chilly very lightly. Um, because it is not cold here by any means. It's not like freezing. Like I'm not having to go out bundled up. It's like, I might put a blanket on my lap when I'm in the apartment and I'm like being able to wear sweaters and sweatshirts more days. I'm able to do the cozy fall aesthetic. Um, whereas before, if I tried to do that, I would have been melting. Rome just like does not get cold, but it's finally cold enough that like, obviously I was having cappuccinos for breakfast. Like iced coffee is not really a thing here. I think you can get it, but it's like not, it's not very popular here. Um, So I was having like my cappuccinos for breakfast, but like it was 
hot out. Whereas like, I wasn't gonna go home and be like, oh, I want a cozy cup of tea. But like, I just made myself a cup of tea to record this episode because like, I'm a little chilly, but I'm only cold, I think, because I am wearing shorts and a t-shirt in my apartment when I probably should be wearing pants. Also because I don't know how the heaters work. Um, which reminds me, oh, I need to respond to my Airbnb host. Like right now, actually, she was gonna come check out my dishwasher today because it's not working. Um, uno momento, I guess. <laughs> Okay, done. I did that. I took care of that. Um, I had to respond to my Airbnb host because I forgot she had said she could come by today, um, this evening likely. So I had to let her know when I was going to be here because I'm leaving at 8.30 to go see the new Hunger Games movie, I think. So I'm excited about that. But um, my dishwasher is broken. Like it was broken when I moved in, but I didn't try to use it for the first few days because I didn't have that many dishes that needed to be done. So I didn't run it yet. Um, so I've been hand washing my dishes now since I moved in and like that means it's been three weeks because I moved into this apartment the 23rd of October and um, as you all know I have ADHD so an extra small thing like that that I have to do that I'm not used to really like it it takes a lot of effort like I've got to like blast Taylor Swift music I've got to really like work up to it and I've just got to be like in the mood so it's been um, an ongoing issue. So she was saying she might be able to come by today because we haven't been able to line up a time yet. So hopefully she can come by before I leave around 8.30 tonight. Um, which leads me to the next thing. Um, yes, I'm recording this at 4.30 um, Italy time on Friday when the episode was supposed to be out this morning. But that's because I was going to do it last night because I was like, I have so much energy. But then I was just like so tired at the same time time is like not being tired like my brain was too tired to record an episode um which is partly because I got sucked into doing these surveys that you get paid for because I've been like trying to I was like how can I make just like a little bit of extra money because like I like to get my little coffee every day you know I like to get my little cappuccino and it's only like my cappuccino and my little pastry and my cornetto or my ritozzo it's only like 250 like three dollars every morning but it like that adds up so I was like how can I make a little extra money so I'd seen um, this TikTok about this girl that was trying to make an extra $100 every day. Um, and there's like various ways that she does it. She um, partly makes money through TikTok, like the creator fund. Let me find her name for you so you can check her out if you want to. Um, but she also uses this website that has to do with like data annotation and I signed up for that but there's like no projects for me yet on there but I also signed up for this other one called prolific um and it's just like taking part in studies by doing different surveys and sometimes you do um what's that called where it's like a bunch of you talking about it it's called a something group focus group like that type of thing um so um, I signed up for that and like suddenly I got an email that I was eligible to do a survey. I'd signed up days before and like there's nothing for me to do. Like there's no things that I could do, but I got an email. And then once I did one, it like let me see a bunch of other ones. So I made like $10 last night doing that for like an hour, um, which isn't a lot, but it was just like a fun little survey. And one of them was like about health of like young adults. And I was like, this is so interesting to me anyway. And mom, one was geared towards like law students. Um, so yeah, it was just like a fun way to make a little extra money when I was just sitting around anyway. But so I got distracted doing that. And by the time I was done, I was tired. But I'm really hoping that like I get offered a project on the data annotation thing because that is, um, my understanding is that's a bit more money. An hour, you can make more money that way. But um, okay, I found the girl. The girl's name is Jackie Mitchell. Her TikTok at is at Jacqueline Mitchell. It's J-A-C-L-Y-N-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-L. Um, so she's on day, she's challenging herself to make 100 extra dollars a day for 100 days as she and her husband or fiance, I'm not sure which, are trying to buy a house. Um, so she was like, I'm going to challenge myself the next hundred days. So she's on day 66 of a hundred. So she's posting every day how she makes extra money in the different side hustles. But so I found prolific through her and I was like, Hmm, surveys. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I was doing that a bit last night. So that's an update. Um, and otherwise I, oh, my other big update. I didn't travel anywhere last weekend. Traveling to, 
I think I'm going for like a half day trip to Tivoli this weekend or somewhere else to do a wine tasting. That would be tomorrow. And then next weekend, I'm going to Florence with definitely one of my friends. We got our tickets for everything. Another one might join. Um, she's not sure yet. Her boyfriend is visiting and he doesn't really want to go. Um, so she's, or he doesn't think he wants to go. So we don't know if she's coming yet. But um, yeah, so that's next weekend. But otherwise, I'm seeing the Hunger Games movie tonight. But next week, I have an exam. And I have spent, you guys know, I've talked about this. If you've listened before, I've talked so much about how my little ADHD brain doesn't do well with law school exams because I'm not used to like having to um, like be under this time constraint where you don't really have enough time to even finish. And I have to like organize my thoughts into like, um, into like essays essentially while writing the exam and like I lose track of time because it's such a long time period it's not like okay I have an hour and that's it and even in undergrad when I did like written exams like I would often go over time I'd be one of the students that was still writing until we got kicked out of the classroom by the next class um but I've like you know I've spent time training my brain about how to study and I learned how to outline to make really good outlines so I could just like command f and find what I needed during exams and I come to Italy and I'm like the exams are going to be the same they're not the same Ah, only one of my exams here is open book. One other one, we're allowed to have the language of like the treatise, um, maybe a couple treatises that we're like learning about. Um, treaties, treatises. Is it a treatise or a, is a treatise different than a treaty? This is something I should figure out. Um, anyway, but my other two classes, it's like completely closed book. I haven't had a closed book exam where I've had to memorize information rather than have all of my notes and learn how to apply it since undergrad, which for me now has been four years because I took a year off. I graduated in 2020, but like spring 2020. So 2021, 2022, 2023, it's been three and a half years since I've had to take an exam like this. And I've spent that amount of time like teaching my brain to not have to memorize but instead having to like understand the concepts well. But now I'm going back to having to memorize information to be tested on, to see if I memorize things. Not that I know how to apply it to the real world, how to, a real, how to apply it to like an actual situation. So um, I have a Roman law exam next week that's completely closed book. It's two hours long. And I am a bit nervous because I haven't had an exam like this since undergrad. And like, I was really good at exams in undergrad. So I should be like, yeah, this will be great, except that I'm not used to it. And the reason I was good at it then, I think, is because I had been doing that type of exam for my like 12 years leading up to it. Like elementary school, you memorize things. You memorize how to spell things. You memorize the definitions of words. Um, Middle school, you're like memorizing how to do things. Only math and science was like application and I was always good at that. So that's probably why the law school application stuff works with my brain. It just, the timing is what my issue was. I couldn't like apply things in that amount of time. But anyway, the memorizing though. So I'm nervous. I'm gonna try to finish reading the book today. I have two chapters left, I think. I have like 20 pages left in this book. And then after that, I'm spending the next four days because my exam is on Wednesday. So I'm spending the next four days like reading my notes over and over again, reading the PowerPoint she sent us and like reviewing my notes in the book. I'll try to like condense it into like a little outline about like what each chapter is mainly about, the big takeaways. Um, But like, I'm kind of nervous and we're supposed to have to get a perfect score now to be able to take the exam in December. But I think because like I get the extra early like emergency exams, I think she'd have to give me the exam anyway, even if I didn't do well on this one. And I would just have to take the harder version like a non-attending student I think would be what it is because you take a different exam if you're attending like going to classes versus if you're not sorry I need a sip of my tea um sorry if you heard me go um anyway but so those are I'm gonna leave my updates at that so like I don't know send me some tips about how to memorize things again because it's been so long like I've got to talk to my high school sister and be like bitch how do you memorize things maybe my sister that just graduated college like what other methods that we do this again? How should I be making? Maybe I should find flashcards about Roman law. I do love a good quizlet. Maybe that's how I'll study. I'll make flashcards because in making the flashcards, I'm having to write it down. Maybe I'll make physical flashcards. It takes a lot longer, but my book is written anyways. It's not like I can copy paste. By written, I mean it's like a hard copy. 
Um, okay. Only other update, I think, only other big update is that I bought The Hunger Games in Italian because I was like, I can read this. The first one, not the new one. That one's a bit more complicated, I think, and it's longer. But I was like, I want to try to read a book in Italian. I'm like, mm, I need to brush up on my Italian a bit more before I reach that. So I've been doing more Duolingo again to get my brain more in Italian because I'm trying to get better at my reading so then I get better at my listening so I can be better at my speaking. Um, yeah, my Italian failed me this morning. I couldn't remember what a pastry was called. It's a pango, pangocetti, pangoni, panagong. I don't know. It's like Mary Tozzo's cousin, and it's delicious. I love Mary Tozzo, Mar- Tozzo. but um, this was yummy too. It's like the maritozzo, like the same type of like similar to a brioche like pastry, but instead of slicing it open and putting cream in it, it's got chocolate chips throughout it. Honestly, it was delicious. I wish I had bought two of them. And like one of my friends, one of my classes had actually recommended those to me and I hadn't had one yet, but it was so good. Okay. Anyway, so those are my updates for you. So let's get into the main portion of the episode and talk about my trips to Napoli, Verona, and Venice. Okay, let's go. Okay, I'm afraid that the volume on this episode is going to be a bit off because I just realized I wasn't talking close enough to my mic in that part to have it match like my volume in the first portion. So I'm going to have to see if I can like raise the volume in that section. But um, that gets confusing to me. I'm not that great at editing. I'm like very basics. So we'll see what I can do about that. Okay, I was just checking. My volume is good now. I just needed to speak into the microphone um, instead of like, a foot away from it because I'm dumb. Um, anyway, okay, so let's talk about Napoli first. How did I get there? On the train. The answer to how to get there on all of them is on the train, on the fast train. It cost me, I booked like kind of last minute, so it cost me like $70 on the way there and I missed my first train, which was like 50 bucks, so then I had to pay another one. That is my fault though. It is completely my fault. I should have left sooner. So like, I can't complain about the the train company for that. That was on me. Um, but it was about an hour and a half, maybe hour 15 train there on the fast train. Um, and you can take either train Italia, the French Rosa trains, the French Rosa trains, that's the fast train of train Italia, or you can take, um, Italo, which is a private train company is my understanding. The other one is like the official, like Italy train system. Um, let me pull up my guide though so I can let you guys know all the places that I went because I learned that you can make like guides on um Apple Maps so I can just like as I like hear about things I can just add them to the guide for when I go or when I go to somewhere I can just add it to the guide and be like oh there it is okay anyway so when I went to Napoli, I took the train. It was like an hour 15. On the way back, though, I took the slower train because I wanted to save some money since I spent so much on the way there. And that was only about $20, I think, on the way back. So that wasn't bad at all. And it was just like a two-hour train, 2.15 instead of 1.15. So it still wasn't ridiculously long. And like, I was tired, so it's fine. I just like rested. Um, so it wasn't bad at all. Um, I just tried to take like a little nap, you know. But, um, so what did I do while I was there? So foods that you have to try in Napoli. Let me pull up. I have, okay, let me tell you the place I went. So, um, when I first got there, I went to this cafe that my friend recommended called, where is it? Gran Cafe Gambrinus. And it was delicious. Um, I got like their frozen coffee, like their special, like Cafe Gambrinus coffee, cafe. But um, I think I might've gotten something else if I thought about it. That was good, but it was just like really thick and really espresso-y. Like it wasn't mixed up very well and you couldn't like add sugar to it. And like, I like sugar in my coffee, but it was good. And I got a pastry from there that was good, but like, I just couldn't eat, like the coffee was so filling that I couldn't eat the whole pastry. But the pastry I got there was called, because this is one of the pastries that they recommend that you get. Um, 
like that day that is recommended to try in Napoli. Um, it was sfogliatella frolla. So it's a pastry. It's like a little bread type thing, similar to the marito. So I would say filled with like a cream. So this one was, I picked a lemon cream, but they have different flavors. You could pick any flavor. Um, and then I also went for other food. Oh, you've got to try buffalo mozzarella, but you can just grab it in any shop. Like you'll walk by stores and it's like fresh buffalo mozzarella and they just cut it up into quarters and you eat it. Um, so that was also delicious. You can get that from anywhere though. No specific place. I just grabbed it from like a place I walked by. I was like, ah, yes, buffalo mozzarella. Um, you should go to the, um, oh, you need to get popella, which I got at... Um, I went to Fioco di Neve, um, is this where I got it? Papa Ars Fogliatella. Yes, this is the one I went to. Um, Fioco di Neve, no, wait, the place is called, oh, the place is called, oh my god, I'm so dumb. The place is called Popella Pasticeria, 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 I think I'm saying it wrong, but it's Popella. Um, go there. You have to get the fiocco di neve pastry, which means snowflake. Those were delicious. I brought those home because I had like eaten so much that day. I grabbed those and then I went to get pizza. So um, I bought those, brought those home. They had three different flavors. So I grabbed one of each. They had like a plain one. I think they had like a chocolate one and then a pistachio one. I forgot to eat the pistachio one before it had been days. So I didn't eat that because then it was kind of icky. But the ones that I did eat, delicious. And they're tiny. So they were, they were good. Yummy, delicious. Highly recommend. So go to Popella. Um, I also went to, oh, you have to try fried pizza. So the place that I went to was Antica Pizza. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Antica Pizza Frita da Zia Esterina Sorbillo. It's in like the main, it's in one of, it's on one of the big main tourist streets. So like you'll likely pass it if you're walking around. That was delicious. I got one though that had a lot of meat in it. I'm not a big meat girl. So had I, if I go again, I would get a different one. Maybe one that doesn't even have meat because I'm more of like a veggie pizza girl. Like I like meat on sandwiches sometimes, but I'm more of a veggie pizza girl. But it was delicious. Like I just took some of the like little meat out. It was similar. I don't know. It was like little cubes of meat, some type of ham. Um, so I just like shared it with Lorelai and she was very happy because I had Lorelai, my doggy, with me. And she was very happy about that. Um, and then the other food place I went. But it, oh, if you can't go to that pizza place, one that I saw recommended a lot on TikTok was also La Antica Pizzeria di... Oh no, I did go here. And then... <laughs> Oh my God, I can't even keep track of my own notes. Um, there was another one that I saw recommended. Um, I guess I decided I wanted to go to this one. Um, and the other pizza place you want to go to, it's famous. It's the one in Eat, Love, Pray, Eat, Pray, Love, Eat, Love, Pray, which I want to read now. I've never read it and I want to watch the movie. I think it's, um, oh, it's What's Her Face? What's her name? There's a picture of her in the pizza place. Um, you guys probably all know, but eat, love, pray, eat, pray, love. I wrote eat, love, pray, but I feel like it's eat, pray, love. I don't, I don't know, but it's like a famous Neapolitan pizza because pizza like started in Napoli and specifically the pizza fritta, which is the fried pizza. It's similar to like a calzone, but it's cooked in oil. So it's fried instead of like baked in the oven, um, like started in Napoli, which is the Italian word for Naples. So this pizza place that is famous from eat, love, pray, eat, pray, love, I need to look that up now, is called Le Antica Pizzeria da Michele, and that is delicious. Best pizza I've had by far in Italy. And I got it to go, so I was, I had to make it to my train because I decided um, to book a train that was like cutting it close. Cause that's, you know, that's how I am. So, um, and the pizza took longer to come out than I thought it would for getting to go pizza. So I didn't sit down because that would have taken even longer, I think. But then afterwards I was like, maybe it wouldn't have taken as long because some like single people were able to get in like pretty quickly, but, um, or like just two people. But anyway, so that was so good. And I was eating it on the streets. I was like, Oh, this is delicious. I ate the leftovers of it like two days later, still good. All I did was microwave it to heat it up. Because at that point, I thought I didn't have a working oven. And now since I've learned that my oven doubles as, my microwave doubles as like a little oven, like my um, microwave that I had had in New York. So that's really exciting. But it did remind me of my microwave in New York that literally tried to murder me. 
So not a fan of that. And the other thing you want to try to get in Napoli that they're known for are these fried pasta balls. You can get them at lots of little like street food places. I was looking for this place called Il Cuopo, but I think that might have been closed. So I went to a different one, but it was still really good where I got it from. I was looking for Il Cuopo di Via Tribunale, or I wasn't sure if it was showing up on the wrong place on the map because that's happened to me with a few things here that the map location isn't precise to where the thing is. I tried to go to a bookstore. It was around the corner from where the map thought it was. Um, so there's that. But other things to do when you go to Napoli, um, there's also a pastry called Baba. Um, I didn't get to try that, but that one I know is also highly recommended. So those are the foods I ate. The food in Napoli was delicious. I absolutely loved it. Another big thing in Napoli is zebula, which is um, like Italian donuts, kind of. They're fried. So um, try that if you can. But I think you can probably also get those in the other places, but like they're like Napoli. I don't know if they're from there or if Napoli is just known for having good ones. Okay, sites that I saw. I mostly had a walking around and eating day. That's what I did in um, Napoli. Um, so Piazza Plebiscito, um, that's where Cafe Gambrinus was anyway. It was right around there. So um, that's a big site that you want to see. It's just like one of the main piazzas. It's got like lots of statues and stuff. Really beautiful. Good place to just take a few minutes and relax. That's what I did after I got my coffee at Cafe Gambrinus. I went over there with Lorelai and we just sat down for a bit. She watched the pigeons. We had some water. The Spanish Quarter, you just want to walk around there. It's like really cool. There's lots of like Spanish like flags and stuff like decorating down. I'll call it an alley, but it's just like a little street. Like it is, I think it's technically like an alley, but it's like there's a lot going on there. So you want to check out the Spanish Quarter. quarter. Um, I didn't get to go to Parco di Villa Floridiana, but I wanted to. It's just supposed to be beautiful, but it said it was closed that day, I think. Um, and I was like, how can a park be close. Oh no, that was a different one. That was close. I didn't get to go over there though. I just didn't end up going to that part of Napoli. But um, I did go to Gesù Nuovo Church. I didn't go inside because I had Lorelei, but it's just a beautiful church. Got some nice pictures of it. Um, if you're going to take the metro while you're there, go to Toledo, Toledo Station. My Italian, as I've said, is not good. Toledo Stazione. Um, go to Toledo Station. It just has this beautiful like almost like what are those rocks that have like the gems inside like when you crack it open when you go on the escalator in that station like the ceiling looks like one of those it's just beautiful like it's beautifully designed the metro like there is beautiful it's so modern so up to date but it's just like so pretty but it also has like old bits throughout like you'll see like old like ancient looking columns and stuff in it beautiful um another park that i saw was recommended or garden is parco Vergiliano a piedi rota. Parco Vergiliano a piedi rota. It's a garden. Um, that is what said it was closed the day I was there, and that confused me. I was like, it's a park. It's a garden, I guess. So yeah, Basilica de Santa Chiara. That one's beautiful. That you can go into usually. I think it's only open certain times, so you'll want to look. Um, it's in the monumental complex of Santa Chiara, so you can usually go inside. I don't think Lorelai was allowed inside, but it was closed when I went anyway. But I was able to go in like, the square there and still like see all the buildings around it. I just didn't get to go inside. Um, Palazzo Reale, you can usually go into that as well. I, again, just saw it from the outside because I Lorelai, so we were just doing like a walking around day, looking at the like buildings from the outside, the beautiful architecture, but you can go inside of that, and it's, it is beautiful inside. I saw pictures of the inside. Um, and Galleria Umberto is a beautiful shopping plaza. It had these tiles on the floor um, that were like, I explain them. They were, it was like, it was similar to like astrology signs, but not exactly. So I wonder if it was like the Roman version of like the astrology signs that we know but it's like I got a picture of Lorelai with like her sign she's a Sagittarius so I got a picture of her with the archer and I got a picture of like the fishies that was the Pisces um so that's right in the middle of it but that's just like a little shopping plaza and it's like um it's similar to like outdoor outlets but not outlets but it was like the middle was all open like to the sky so it was just really pretty um and that is what I did in Napoli okay so oh 
I had like other things to say. Oh, those were the food, the sites. Would I go back? Absolutely. The food was delicious, like I said. And I'd like to go back at some point when I can actually go in, like if Lorelai's not with me, so I can go visit some of the museums and inside of the churches and stuff. But like, I would just go back to eat the street food again. It was so good. Like I want more of pizza di Michele. Delicious. The pizzeria di Michele. I want to go back there every day. Forever and ever and ever. La Antica Pizzeria da Michele. Um, anyway, 10 out of 10. 100% would go back there. So let us move on now to um, Verona and Venice. I only spent like six hours in Venice, but I felt like it was all that I needed. But Verona, because I stayed in Verona for three days. It was going to be two days. I ended up staying for three nights. So I guess like kind of four days, like three and a half days. Um but I decided to extend my trip one more day so that I could take a day trip to Venice. And I think that was the best way to do it because I didn't feel like I needed a lot of time in Venice. I just wanted to walk around and like see Venice. I didn't have a lot of specific things I wanted to do. I just wanted to go experience Venice in its beauty and glory. Um, I feel like maybe even though I did Verona, kind of like, like Venice was in between all of Verona that I did, but um, I think, I'll talk about Venice first because it was like my shorter trip since it was just six, like six hours. So I think we'll talk about that first. Okay, so since I was already in Verona, it was very easy to get to to Venice. It was about an hour train ride and it was only $10, so 20, 10 euro. So it was 20 euro round trip, which came out to probably like 21.50 or $22, like US dollars. The euro and the US dollar are very close together, but the euro is worth just a little bit more. Um, But so I don't have to be like, oh, I need to do the math. Like, what's the difference? Like, it's usually very close. So I don't like think about the difference unless I was buying something big then I would want to look into it but like anything excuse me a hundred or under I'm like it's gonna be like maybe a two dollars a couple dollars or something it's no big deal maybe five um but so it was ten dollars I don't think it was like a fast fast train I think it was like a regional train so all the trains here are still pretty fast but it wasn't like the fast trains that get you from like Rome to Verona in like two and a half three hours um I think it was like three hours to Verona but anyway so I went to Venice just for like six hours I was planning to go early I scheduled my train for like 10 and I was like oh I'm gonna go even earlier I'll probably go at like eight or nine <laughs> no I had to end up <laughs> changing my trains like the 11 11 30 train so I got to Venice at like 12 30 like I think like 12 12 30 ish um but it was plenty of time for me because like I said, there were just a couple things that I wanted to see. And otherwise I was just walking around, taking in the beauty of Venice. So I got there and automatically like breath taken away because you walk out of the train station and there you are right at like the canal. I think it was like the Grand Canal. And I was like, ah, this is so beautiful. Um, and like the buildings are just so colorful and like the weather was beautiful that day. Um, it was rainy like the whole time I was, I was in Verona. The sun came out a couple times or it like stopped raining at night a little bit. But the day I planned for Venice, which was Saturday, I was like, this is perfect. It was a beautiful weather. Um, so I got to Venice, took some pictures, got strangers to take my pictures. I haven't posted them yet. They'll be coming soon. I think I used one of them for my post on my podcast on Instagram, on the podcast Instagram last week. But like, so many beautiful pictures that I took that people took of me um also I've remembered a hack to being able to take pictures without just using self-timer so I could take like a bunch in a row but not like a burst not like that many in a row like different poses I can use my freaking apple watch as like a remote like a control for my camera and I forgot and I can see on my watch what my camera is looking at like I see a little image of it so I can look and see if I look too far away so I can use the good side of my camera not use the like front facing one so that I can see what I'm doing I can see on my watch what my camera is looking at so that is a tip for anyone with an apple watch and an iphone iconic beautiful I wonder if it would work with my ipad too I don't know but um the the ipad camera is obviously not as good like it's older but um yeah it was iconic so I got so many good pictures taken by other people taken by myself pictures of things beautiful um honestly I think I'm gonna have to do a whole 
other episode for Verona because I was there for so many days. I feel like, no, 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 I can fit it in. Yeah, actually next week. Okay, I'm gonna talk about Venice. And then we'll, we'll see how long it's been. I might move Verona to next week and talk about it with Tivoli. Um, but so Venice though, back to Venice. So that's how I got there. I walked out beautiful, sights were beautiful. Food that I tried in Venice. The only thing, I don't know that I even had specific foods that I wanted to try. Oh no, I not types of food, but like two like places that I wanted to try that I saw recommended on TikTok. What I've been doing when I travel places that is that I'll take time on the train to look through TikToks and like articles and stuff about like recommendations of foods to try and like sites to visit and just on my like hour train ride, hour and a half train ride, like I'll go through and I'll mark them all on my map or like make a note in my notes app. Um, and that's how I'll like do it. And then when I get there, I can just pull up my guide that I made on my Apple maps and I can see where everything is compared to each other. So I can make sure that I'm able to like go to things that are close to each other when I'm around them. So I'm not having to walk back and forth and back and forth around the city. If I don't have a lot of time, I can like kind of hit them in a row. So, um, I came in on one side of the Island, but everything that I wanted to see that I'd like bookmarked on my guide on my map was on the other side of this main island. So um, I had to go to the other side. So I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna pay for a gondola because I learned that they're $80 at least. Some of them were like 90, it was 80 to $90 for 30 minutes. So I was like, absolutely not. Could have done a water taxi, but I was like, eh, not this time. I wanna go back sometime, you know, if I can, but I've been now. So instead I did the water bus, which is like a ferry, but they call them water buses because they don't have like driving buses. There's no cars because like, it's all like bridges and stairs on the bridges and stuff that you have to get over and around. I don't even know that I saw a Vespa. Like cars might be illegal there, like vehicles. Were there even bikes? I feel like there's gotta be bikes. I don't know, maybe like the scooters, like the Lime scooters. I don't know. But, um, so I took the water bus. I didn't know how to pay. So I just got on and I got off and I was like, the reason I didn't know how to pay was because there wasn't like a machine to buy a ticket at my stop. There was one at the one I got off at. Um, so I got a free water bus ride because I was confused. Um, if somebody asked me, I would have paid. I would have been like, I will pay. I don't understand how to pay. But, um, Anyway, so I got on the water bus because I wanted to go to get a sandwich. I was like, I'm starving. And I bookmarked this sandwich place that I saw on TikTok that looked so good. It's called I Bacaro de Biscare. It's B-A-C-A-R-O-D-E, like a little um, apostrophe, and then new word B-I-S-C-H-E-R-I. So it's Bacaro. It's I Bacaro de Biscare delicious sandwich they I asked for a recommendation because I was like I don't know which one to get I don't even know all these types of meats so he recommended one to me that ended up being like had like a truffle spread on it I was like so good and then it had like arugula or something and then um uh what is what translates to raw ham I think it's like a smoked version of like prosciutto because I learned that like in America we call like this meat prosciutto, but prosciutto in Italy really just means ham. And then they have different types of ham. So like prosciutto condo or condi is raw ham, but it's not like raw. It's not like you're eating like sushi, like raw fish. I think it's like, it's a smoked meat. Um, or is that one cooked ham? One of them is like translates to raw ham. One translates to cooked ham, but they're, they're also good. Um, oh, prosciutto conto, I think it is. Um, so that's what was on that. It was so good. But when the man <laughs> gave me the sandwich, like our, his English wasn't great. And like, we know my Italian isn't great. He looked at me, he was like here to go, like da portare via a qui, I think qui is here. Yes, yes, qui is here. Um, and I was like da portare via, take with me. And he was like, okay. And then he was trying to show me, like he flapped his arms, I was like, what? And then he covered my sandwich with another piece of paper because I was like, I'm gonna eat it out there. And he was like, flap, flap, cover. And I was like, okay. So I walk out into the square that I just came from, the piazza, and I start eating my sandwich. Then all of a sudden I get hit in the head by a seagull and the seagull grabs my sandwich. I held on though, don't worry. He just got a chunk of it. And then he flew into Lorelei on the way down. So this man was trying to tell me, the seagull is going to take your sandwich, so I'm covering it for you. He was like, the seagulls, they will take your sandwich. But I didn't understand, so then the seagull grabbed a chunk of my sandwich. And I wish, 
my Italian was good enough to go back and be like, yo, I know now what you were trying to say to me because the seagull just grabbed my sandwich. So I ripped off the piece that the seagull, like that he had ripped from. And then I flipped my sandwich over and I just ate it from the other side and like didn't eat the bottom part because I was like, I'm still eating my freaking sandwich. So, um, yeah, that was, it was so good though. Sandwich was delicious. So I highly recommend going to that place. And then I went to, oh, and then I wanted to just walk around over there because there, I wanted to see the Rialto Bridge. It's one of the famous bridges. Why did I say bridge like that? You probably say bridge in a different way. They just say bridge in Italian. I don't know. So I saw that, got some beautiful pictures of that, of course, that was right next to the sandwich place. But before I went there, I like took my sandwich and I walked down like the skinny alleys where the seagulls were not. There was just like the little, um, not the doves, the freaking, the pigeons, um, which I need to tell you, my sister recently told me that the reasons pigeons are so dumb and they hang around us is because we domesticated them like a hundred years ago. And then we set them free, but they had been domesticated. So they don't know what to do with themselves. They don't know how to fend for themselves. And they just know like being around people is what they know. So that's why they hang around people and they take our food and stuff. They don't know how to take care of themselves. They don't know what to do with themselves except hang around the people that domesticated them. You'd think evolution would have kicked in by now, but no, we like disturbed their evolution or something is like my thought. I'm like, how did we do that? Anyway, so there was just the pigeons there. And then I went to a square with Lorelai and I was like, there's no seagulls here. I could have sat here to eat my sandwich. But anyway, I sat there and I made her leash as long as I could because she was just like trying to hunt the pigeons put that in air quotes you can't see where she just like gets down like she's prowling to try to get them and then she'll try to pounce but they fly obviously so she can't get them but so we sat there for quite a while people were like laughing at her and watching her so we did that um and then the other big thing that I the other like main thing that I wanted to see otherwise like my day was really just walking around like taking in Venice like I said I had literally have one two three four, five, six, seven things bookmarked on here, but like two of them are kind of like the same, <laughs> um, which will make sense when I tell you what they were. But so after that, we like walked around and eventually made our way to Libreria Aqua Alta, which is a bookstore. Libreria here is that library, it's bookstore. Um, Aqua Alta because it's on the water and Alta is tall. So it translates to the tall water bookstore. <laughs> But um, it had gotten flooded at some point. So there's a bunch of books that were ruined, but they like made it into a staircase of like these old like books in the back. You can climb up this staircase of books and it's just really cool. So I got like videos and pictures of that. I still have to like edit all of my things from Venice, like my pictures and my videos to post them because everything was just so beautiful. But um, so I went there and there were cats there. And as I was going in the lady, I didn't see the sign. So she was like, oh, you have like she I was like, oh, can she not come in about Lorelai? And she was like, no, you have to, I was like, oh, should I put her in the bag? And she was like, you can just carry her. And I was like, oh, OK, she was like, we just have cats here that are very territorial. So like they will scratch her. And as I'm like rearranging my things in my arms so I can pick up my beautiful, sweet little angel that's on the ground, um, she finds a cat under a table outside and it scratches her little nose. I didn't realize that it got her nose until we were outside out the back of the store because it's very packed. You have to like go in one way, wind around the tables and come back out the other way. So you like go in, you get to the back in the like little outside place where like the book staircase is and you come back in the other way and you can pay or go out the side if you're not paying, um, if you're not buying anything. But so as I'm picking her up, girly gets scratched and I realized once we got back to the book staircase that like she her her nose was bleeding a little bit and I was like oh my god you actually got scratched so I got to the register because I did buy like I bought a bunch of things there like it was so cute I found like an old record that I'm not gonna say which it is because it might be a gift for one of my family members um I found that there I found some cute little posters I found like little prints so I got like a cute little Venice print that I'm gonna keep for myself frame it I think um but so we yeah but so we got up to the register and it was the same lady that had warned us about the cats I was like she did get scratched by the cat I didn't know she little nose got scratched she was like oh the poor thing and she was like I will say hi to you you're so beautiful and she was petting Lorelai so I highly recommend that bookstore not just for like the famous book staircase that because the store had gotten flooded I think it said it was the oldest bookstore too like that's been around the longest in Venice um 
but like it really had a lot of good things it wasn't just like books there was like a lot of good like kind of like souvenirs because they had all these different prints but they had like old records and stuff and old books so um I really liked it I love a good bookstore um so I would highly recommend that and then again, we just did some walking around, did some window shopping, did some souvenir shopping as I saw different things. Then we, as it was, the sun was setting, we worked our way over to the Bridge of Size and we saw that. That was also beautiful. Got some beautiful pictures of that. And then I watched the sunset over on the water there because that's right near the water, kind of like west-ish facing where you could see the sunset. It was probably like northwest or like southwest or something like it wasn't like a complete shot but to the side it was like the sun was setting so I stayed there watched the sunset hung like just sat with Lorelai for a bit and then we went over to St. Mark's Basilica which was beautiful and in the dark like still beautiful like I got so many pictures um and St. Mark's Square so St. Mark's Basilica is like a, a big church um, and it's absolutely magnificent. Absolutely go see that. And you're going to want to go to St. Mark's Square anyway. So stop and look at the church. It is beautiful. Um, and I sent it to my family because the ch- our church like back home in New Hampshire is called St. Mark's. So it was like St. Mark's of Venice edition. Um, this one was obviously much bigger, much more beautiful. Um, but And then I went to St. Mark's Square. And it's like, I don't know if it's the main square in Venice, but it's one of the main ones. Like, looking at the map, it looks like it might be, like, one of the biggest open spaces. But definitely on this side of the island that I was on. Um, on the, what is this, the west side? I'm trying to figure out where I was. What? East, the east side of the island. Um, and it was just, like, the square was beautiful. It had, like, a bunch of, it had, like, fountains, statues, all of that. But there was just a bunch of restaurants in the square. And so many of them had live music. And the live music would kind of almost take turns playing. So, like, people would be watching at one part and there would be live music. And then one part, one restaurant. And then another restaurant would start playing. So I just, like, sat, stood there for a while and we listened to the music and just, like, took it all in. And then, um... After that, I went and I got pasta from, there's a lot of places there that do like pasta to go, like in like little cardboard boxes. Like they almost look like Chinese takeout containers, um, but they put pasta in it. So I saw this one on TikTok that I realized once I got there, I was like, this is definitely not authentic because they had Alfredo on there. And I was like, oh my goodness. But I was like, just because it's not authentic doesn't mean it's good. So I got it and it was very good. But um, so this place was called Dalmoros, um, D-A-L. M-O-R-O apostrophe S. Um, and it was very good, but there are lots of them. Like you could go to any of these pasta takeout places and I'm sure they would all be delicious. Um, so I got a pesto there with mushrooms in it and it was very good. So I got my pasta and then worked my way back to St. Mark's Square to eat over there. Fed Lorelai her dinner over there. Broke out her little bag of food and I like turned the bag kind of inside out so she could eat the food. It was mostly cat food because that's what I had in my bag as treats for her and she loves the cat food. So I was like, that's fine. You can have cat food for dinner this evening. And I gave her a little more food, I think, when we got back to Verona, if I remember correctly. But um, yeah, so stood there and listened to the live music while I ate my takeout pasta. So got my live music, dinner and a show on a budget because the pasta was like cheap because it was like in a box. It was like $10, maybe 11 or something because I added mushrooms to it. But So that was my day in Venice. And then I was like, you know what? I'm literally exhausted. So I don't care to actually stay here for the train that I booked at nine. At this point, it was like 6.30. I was like, I'm not gonna like, I'm gonna fall asleep. I'm exhausted. So I've been walking around Verona for two days before this. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna like, I booked a ticket that I could, like you could change these tickets easily. So I was like, I'm just gonna go to the earlier train. Though I did not get to change it in time because you only have like three minutes once the train um, leaves. Oh, because I had to change it before the train left because once that train was gone, then like it wasn't showing up for me to switch my ticket anymore. But when the ticket guy came around, he was like, it's okay. Just like, it's fine. Just not next time. And he was like, just don't do it again. But like, they wouldn't know it's me. He wouldn't remember me, which is always funny to me. And somebody's like, oh, it's fine this time. Just don't do it again. But like, it's usually someone else that would be enforcing the thing when they're saying that. So I'm like, you won't know that I've done it before, but okay. Like, for you to be like, oh, for, like, pass on the first time. You don't know because you're not making record of it, which is always interesting to me. But anyway, so it was fine. On my way back to Verona, like, on that train for an hour. Oh, but anyway, so then I moved my train up. So then Lorelai and, had to, and I had to, like, run 
through Venice basically because I was making it on time. It was fine, but like we were moving a little slow because we were tired. Um, like we were supposed to have plenty of time based on how long it was supposed to take to get there, but I was exhausted. Laurel, I was tired, so it was taking a long time. And then I saw something in a window. I was like, oh, I have to get that for Mads. I was like, Mads is gonna love that. So then I had to stop. So then Lorelai and I really were running a little bit through Venice to get to the train station, but we made it, we got on the train and these two people that were sitting um, across from us, because it's, it was like pick your own seats on this train because it was just like a regional one, not like the fast train, the more like official where you pick your seat out or they assign you a seat, you could sit anywhere that was open. Um, they actually want to move to the US in a year, either to New York Boston or California so I ended up talking to them the whole way back because they were asking me where I'm from and then I was saying and there and then the woman was like only asking because like he wants to move to the U.S. so I'll be moving with him and the three places he's looking at are in Boston New York and California but he was looking at like I think San Francisco area so I couldn't help as much with that but I could talk about California vibes overall um but so it was just funny that it was the, she was like it's just the, the three places you've lived is where like your three like cities your three states um your three places are the three places he's like deciding between and I was like that's so funny so I talked to them the whole ride back it was a lovely conversation and their English was like perfect because they also were not Italian one of them was from oh where was she from not Peru she was from a Spanish-speaking country, I believe. Um, and he was from Austria and Germany. I think he was from Germany, near Austria. That's what it was. He was from Germany, but they're living in a city that's like right near the Austria border. Austria's country, yes. Geography is not my strong suit, as you all know. Um, but yeah, that was it. And I went back to the hotel and like we crashed. I was so tired. Um but yeah, it's been 49 minutes of me speaking. So I think because Verona was so many days, I will save that for next week. And I will talk about it when I talk about Tivoli because I'm just going for a half day there this weekend. So next week I will talk about one, how I think my exam went. <laughs> um, if I, unless I record this before my exam, but I will update you on my preparation then. Um, and I will talk about Tivoli, which I'm visiting tomorrow. Hunger Games movie. I won't give any spoilers, so I've read the book, so I already know the whole thing. And um, I'll tell you about Verona. But okay, that's going to be it for this week because I don't think I can talk anymore. That's not true. I can always talk more. But um, I have to do some studying before I go to the movie tonight. And first, I need to go out and buy a water bottle. You go out and buy a water bottle. I need to submit this form to our like program advisor about the dates of my exams. Um, and I need to get this episode posted before I go out tonight. Okay. <sighs> Love you all. As always, you can follow me, uh, the podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Legally NYC Podcast. I really just post on the Instagram for updates. Every once in a while, I'll do a TikTok, but like it's a lot to keep up with that. Um, but you can follow my TikTok and I'll usually give podcast updates on there as well as my personal Instagram at erin.lindsay13. Um, yeah, and if you have any questions, any things you want me to talk about in the future, you can email me at legallyNYCpodcast at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, okay. Lovely talking to you guys as always. Have a beautiful day, night, weekend, week. Love you, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.